life brings with it enough challenges and worries of its own. So there is no need to further complicate your life. Learn to adopt the mental habit of keeping things simple. This mindset, at its core, is all about not wanting more or less, and this isn't just in the context of material possessions, but also in relationships and in experiences. The mental habit of simplicity trains your mind to accept what was and what is, without adding any judgment, without any need to analyze it. You're listening to Shift Happens Every Day, podcast episode number 6, and today we will be talking about the 12 habits that encourage stress in your life and how to break them. If each one of us is a work in progress, and we are constantly being quote-unquote worked on by our master creator, then that means every day we are growing. Every day we are evolving. Every day we are expanding. And so that also means that where we are standing right now in life may not provide sufficient space to allow for that expansion. And so what do we do? We shift. You may not have realized this yet, but you shift every day. We shift positions. We shift gears. We shift directions. We shift perspectives. This is just a natural and beautiful part of life. Hi, this is Myla Saavedra. My weekly podcast, Shift Happens Every Day, is all about finding just the right tiny adjustments we can make every single day to make room for these shifts in life without being overwhelmed or shocked, and most importantly, without the need to be perfect. I invite you to subscribe to my brand new podcast show, Shift Happens Every Day. Episodes will be released once every week. So come as you are, bring your favorite cup of joe, and let's get ready to make a big shift. Hey there, it's Myla Salvedra, and welcome to another episode of Shift Happens Every Day. Last week, we started a brand new topic. I talked about some of the habits that you might be guilty of right now that are in fact what's causing much of the stress that you experience every day. We are often quick to blame external factors or stress triggers, but for the most part, we create our own stress because of how we habitually think and process information in our minds. And we talked about habits one to four last week, which are, just a quick review, the habits of people-pleasing, holding on to expectations that are more often than not unrealistic expectations. And then there's not communicating your needs and focusing on yesterday's disappointments. So let's continue on with numbers five to eight of the 12 habits that encourage stress in your life and how to break them. Are you ready? All right, here's number five, keeping up with the Joneses. There is such a thing as a healthy sense of competitiveness. And there's also an unhealthy sense of competitiveness. A healthy sense of competitiveness is when the idea of competing excites you because it challenges you to become a better person. So in essence, the only person you are competing against is yourself. You're challenging yourself and aiming to surpass your own numbers, your own record, and your own performance. 
But when your sense of competitiveness is driven by a desire to prove that you are better than everyone else, that's unhealthy because the motivation behind it is comparisonitis or that incessant drive to compare yourself against everyone. And it's also super stressful because of the fact that there will always be people who are better than you in many different ways. So in the end, no matter what you do, no matter how well you do the job, you will never be satisfied with your performance. When you keep comparing yourself to someone else, comparing other people's achievements with yours, you will never find satisfaction in life. In fact, that's probably the only thing that you will never be disappointed about, finding things to complain about in your life. You will always find something to be critical about, and this vicious cycle will never stop. This obsession will cause you to hurt yourself and hurt the people around you. Other people's lives and all their accomplishments should never be a benchmark for how you should live your life. And by the same token, you shouldn't view other people's success as a threat to your own success. American entrepreneur C. Smith Summer once said, Life is not a competition with others. In its truest sense, it is rivalry with ourselves. We should each day seek to break the record of our yesterday. We should seek each day to live stronger, better, truer lives. Each day to master some weakness of yesterday, each day to repair past follies, each day to surpass ourselves. This is simply progress. Wow, isn't that beautiful? Very well written and well said, right? The only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. Remember that. The next one in our list of habits that encourage stress in your life is number six, pretending to be someone you're not. I read somewhere that to a certain degree, we all wear masks. Would you agree? I agree. We all present a certain persona to other people to try to make a good impression, right? We say certain things and we act a certain way in order to project an image and oftentimes to conceal the truth about our circumstances and how we truly feel. I would say that most people do this with good intentions, but good intentions or not, Far too many people put so much weight into other people's opinions of them. They are willing to cast aside and forget who they are or what they really want, all for the approval, validation, and acceptance that they desperately seek to gain. This is wrong, and this is what's making life so unnecessarily stressful. Pretending to be someone you're not is you saying that who you are is not good enough. Who you are is not acceptable. And deep down inside, you know that's a lie. I challenge you to be authentic, to remain true to who you are, and to be willing to be vulnerable and allow people to see who you truly are. Yes, it can be a scary thought, but the people who will reject you are people you don't really need in your life anyway. And those who will choose to stay in your life after seeing you without your mask on are the people who truly love and appreciate you.
they're the ones who matter. They're the ones who deserve a space in your life and they won't bring in stress with them. I can guarantee you that. The founder and senior pastor of Saddleback Church in California and author of the New York Times number one best-selling book, The Purpose Driven Life, Pastor Rick Warren, wrote that wearing a mask wears you out. Faking it is fatiguing. The most exhausting activity is pretending to be what you know you aren't. Yes, it's exhausting because you always have to put on a show, a performance, because that's what it is. When you're pretending to be in character, which is not who you really are, it's like putting on a show for other people to make them believe what you want them to see and believe about you. So if you're guilty of this habit, does it still surprise you how mentally, emotionally, physically exhausted you feel all the time? Something to think about, right? Now let's move on to habit number seven. Overthinking the small stuff. It's often the case that the stress and anxiety we struggle with have more to do with this destructive habit of overthinking stuff than it is about the insufficiency of resources or lack of talents or lack of support. We read too much into situations, overanalyze every conversation, and take forever to make decisions. We dwell so much on the shoulda, woulda, coulda, and the what-ifs, constantly replaying, rehashing, and turning things over in our head. When you navigate your way through life and relationships, overthinking every little thing you should say and do, or could have said and done, you will wear yourself out. Life brings with it enough challenges and worries of its own, so there is no need to further complicate your life. Learn to adopt the mental habit of keeping things simple. This mindset, at its core, is all about not wanting more or less. And this isn't just in the context of material possessions, but also in relationships and in experiences. The mental habit of simplicity trains your mind to accept what was and what is, without adding any judgment, without any need to analyze it. It also means accepting that you don't always have to have the entire path figured out. That sometimes, all you need is just enough light to see the next step in front of you. Find peace and solace in that. Mental health advocate Brian Blatt once said that overthinking can lead to worrying, which leads to anxiety. Anxiety can at times be crippling, leave people frozen, and unable to act. We often create our own monsters and our own problems simply by thinking about things way too much. There is a much better use of your time and energy. Instead of overthinking things that were already done, why don't you choose to dwell on your blessings, things that make you feel loved, things that make you smile or laugh, things that reassure you that everything is going to be all right? Last on our list for today, the number eight habit that encourages stress in our lives, focusing on the worst case scenario. Our tendency to imagine the worst case scenario is actually a survival mechanism. It is based on our first-hand experiences or warnings from people who had their own experiences and learned their lessons the hard way. 
But our past experiences, our traumas, losses, disappointments, hurts, and failures are all that they are supposed to be for us to gain wisdom from so we can course correct and create a better game plan for the future. Unfortunately, a lot of people miss this crucially important hint in the game of life. And instead of leveraging the past so they could carve a better path towards the future, they use the past as an excuse to limit themselves. If every experience we go through were represented by a brick, most people use their bricks to build walls around them, thinking that they would be safe and protected behind those walls. Instead of laying down each brick to create a pathway to freedom, success, and security. At the core of this problem is fear. Everyone struggles with fear. So if you recognize your tendency to dwell on the worst possible scenarios, I want you to know that you are not alone and there's nothing wrong with you. But you need to overcome it or you won't experience true joy and fulfillment in life. You need to make that choice for you. Fear kills more dreams than any failure ever will. Fear is what's causing you to choose to stand on the sidelines where it feels quote-unquote safer. When your mind dwells on the worst-case scenario, you know, where you possibly end up getting rejected, criticized, ridiculed, or your character questioned, you become a procrastinator. Or at the other end of that spectrum, you become a control freak. Either you avoid taking action or you micromanage everything. Either way, fear is still the one running the show. Instead of worrying about what could possibly go wrong, why not get excited about what could go right? Just like what motivational speaker Les Brown said, too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. If that statement does not wake you up right now, I don't know what else will. Do not let fear run your life. Do not operate your business in fear. Do not build your marriage on the foundation of fear. And do not parent your children from a place of fear. Because fear is just the emotion that we feel when we are reminded of a painful experience or when we find ourselves in an unfamiliar territory. But we can learn how to control and manage our emotions. And keep in mind that what might have happened in the past, whether it's your own experience or someone else's experience, it doesn't automatically mean it's going to happen again or that it's going to happen to you. It's one thing to take all the necessary precautions as you move forward and into a new adventure, and it's a whole other thing for you to not be willing to experience this new adventure simply because of all the potential bad things that can happen. The truth is, there is a 50% probability that things might go bad, but there's also that other 50% probability that things might go really well. Would you really prefer to channel all your energy towards the negative probability? Energy flows where attention goes. And what this means is that whatever it is that you're putting more of your energy behind is what you're going to create more of. So there you have it. Habits 5 to 8 of the 12 habits that encourage stress in your life and how to break them. I hope this has been helpful and that it really motivated you to assess what habits you might be guilty of doing right now and what you need to do to kick that habit to the curb. 
I'll be stopping here for now, but make sure to tune in again next week because we will continue with these 12 habits. We will be covering the last four habits. And once again, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Shift Happens Every Day. I can't wait to connect with you again and explore more ways to shift our mindset for living a more fulfilling life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care and stay safe. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts and spread the love around by sharing it with your friends and loved ones. I'd sincerely appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to Shift Happens Every Day. You can access the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.mylasalveda.com forward slash podcast. Please join us again in the next episode of Shift Happens Every Day.